0: Do you know what it takes to move good to great? Are you almost where you need to be, but not quite there yet? Find your way to success today. Welcome to the James Stentley Show with Dr. James Stentley. We've got the tips and guidance you need to propel your success to the next level. Now, here's your host, Dr. James Stentley.
1: Welcome back to the show. This is James Dentley, and welcome to the James Dentley Show, where we don't just think outside of the box because there is no box. And I'm here with my favorite co-host, my best friend and wife, Kara Dentley. Hi, Kara. Hello. Hey there.
2: Hello, everybody.
1: We've got a rich (laughs) show for you guys today, and I just want to go right into it because this first gentleman is extremely busy, but he is just an icon when it comes to just life and living it to his fullest, period. I want to introduce each and every one of you to our Secretary of State of of Illinois. He has won elections so many times, he holds the record for the amount of times he's been re-elected as the 37th Secretary of State. I mean, this gentleman has a very background from being an athlete, from being a veteran, as a humanitarian. He he spends his life, his life's purpose is really to make a difference, not just in our state, but in our world. And I want to bring him to you. As a matter of fact, Kara... You were his intern once upon a time, right?
2: Yes, I was. Go ahead and introduce
1: Secretary White.
2: Well, you know what? I know that there are so many different things and there are so many people that are listening from all around the world. But if you mention the name Secretary White, anywhere in the state of Illinois, everyone knows who he is. They have rave reviews about him. They always have nice things to say. Their faces just light up because of everything that he's done. But even from the conversations that he and I have had, there's a vast background that a lot of people don't know about Secretary of State, Secretary White, um, Secretary of State of Illinois. Like some of the things that he has done, um, jumping out of airplanes,
3: right? <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> um,
2: you know, he's an author. Um, he does a lot with the, uh, with the tumblers.
1: Nobody's and he himself tumbles. Wow, I didn't know that. People don't know that. Wow.
2: So, you know, we're just going to open the door because there are so much, so many other things. You know, with the organ donation program, when he sees that there's a flaw, there's an issue, he's the one that steps in there and says, look, we need to do something about it. Let's come up with a solution. So without going any further and keeping him from you, let's introduce our very own Secretary of State, Mr. Jesse White.
1: Hello, Mr. White. How are you, Secretary?
3: Well, I'm doing fine, uh, uh, Dr. Dentley and Kara. Uh, uh, I've had the great pleasure of serving the people of the State of Illinois for the past 20 years. And I want to thank them for giving me an opportunity to serve. However, I was a lawmaker for 16 years, helped to write laws for the State of Illinois, and then I became a Cook County Recorder of Deeds, uh, eight years professional baseball at the club organization, 10 years in the military, two years jumping out of perfect good airplanes, teaching school for 33 years. And I coached a team called the Jesse White Tumbers. I've done that for exactly 59 years. And on wow. December the 14th, we'll celebrate our uh, 60th anniversary with these wonderful young people. I have had 18,000 uh, young people come through the program. Uh, we have uh, 1,500. Uh, well, we, let me back up. We have 300 in training and 275 that make up the eight units that comprise of the Jesse White Telemetry Team. And we've taken these young people all over the world to give them an opportunity to use our time in a positive way, stay away from gangs, stay away from drugs. And still, we have no negative aspects of life.
1: Wow. Now, the Jesse White Tumblers, did you say 59 years?
3: 59 years. I was a gymnast, a kid that taught gymnastics in college, taught for the Board of Education, Park District, YMCA, and out of professional baseball with Chicago kind of Cup organization uh, during the offseason. I taught school during the day, worked for the Park District at night, I was asked to put on a gym show. From the one gym show in December 1959, came this program.
1: You know, it's, it's so out of,
3: incredible. Out of the 275 young people, uh, 59 are in college, and we can reach from between 3,000 to 8,000 towards education. You can be a good athlete. We want you can be a good student, a good human being. And my philosophy of life, too, sir, is that when you come through this world, you become successful, you get back. But every day, you must do something good for someone. That's how I want my life.
1: I love it. So every day, I want everybody to hear that. Every day, we must. Do something good for someone else. You keep what you have by giving it away. We Thank you. Thank you so much. I want to open it up for all these initiatives that you have and what's going on in your world and how we can participate. We've got a good uh, 13 minutes before we go to our first break. But when you talked about the tumblers and you talked about being an educator and being a Chicago Cub organization for eight years in the military, what an incredible, incredible life. And you're still extremely young, man. You're still out there running around and doing stuff. <laughs> how, how do you feel? how do you find the energy to keep going like that? Well,
3: I I was born in a town called Alton, Illinois, and at seventy years of age I moved we moved to Chicago and I've lived there ever since. And I moved into an Italian neighborhood where I learned to speak a little Italiano and then of course a little of about five different languages because I believe if you can speak someone else's language, eat their food, learn to dance, learn about their culture, it makes for a good relationship.
1: Wow! Yeah, I love that. I love that. Now, what are you doing right now? Let's start with the organ donors um, pro- pro- program you have, and why is that important, and what should we know about that? And how does sure, that transcend different and sure. uh, outside uh, of the state as well? Oh yeah, I,
3: I work the largest Secretary of State office in the United States with four thousand employees, a three hundred ninety-six billion dollar budget, one hundred thirty offices, twenty-three agencies, corporate funds and securities, keeping the seal, court of claims. Uh, I'm also the head librarian. Uh, The list goes on and on. And, of course, the Organ and Tissue Donor Program comes under my jurisdiction. Here in Illinois, we have 6.7 million people who have signed to become a part of the Organ and Tissue Donor Program. There are 4,700 people on the wings as we speak, and each year about 300 people die because organs have not arrived in a timely manner. We ask that when you're alive and well... Give blood, when you're no longer here, to give organs. And when you've done those two things, you've made a positive impact on both society. Consider the fact that one person can provide life, food, a quality of life for 25 individuals. I also wow. should share this with you as well. There are a lot of myths that are out there. So you're, you're in, the, in the hospital, and uh, someone thinks that you, your family members think that you may, be, uh, may pass away. Some people seem to think that the, the doctors are going to put forth a gentleman to save you because he's concerned about those 25 organ and tissue parts. Well, your doctor has a commit to you and to you only. So don't buy into the myth. Someone will say uh, they're going to sell my organs. Well, we don't sell organs in this country. Or they may say um, because religious reasons I choose not to participate in this program. Well, uh, the, all of the uh, religious organizations here in the United States support the organ and tissue donor program. Or they'll say. The rich man's going to get it his before I get mine. Well, that's a myth. And then they'll say, I won't look good in my going away. Well, uh, sometimes <laughs> the more tissue can make you look a little bit better. But the bottom line <laughs> is, don't buy, don't buy into the myth. Support the argument tissue donor program. When you do something more, you will have uh, given someone else a second chance at life or helped them to improve their quality of life. And i could like to share with you, if I may, uh, my story. I, have a brother. I had a brother who was a pharmacist at the Lake VA Hospital in Chicago. He wasn't feeling well, so he took it to the doctor, and the doctor realized that he was suffering from an aneurysm. So they put him on life support in the hospital, and um, while he was on life support, a member from the Regional Organ Bank of Illinois Procurement Organization asked if by chance he happens to pass away, can we use his organs for transplantation purposes. I said, no, don't bother him, don't bother us, leave us alone. I was unaware of the program at the time. And so as it turned out, that night he passed away, and two days later, we buried him. And then a few years later, my sister became ill and was in dire need of a kidney. And so she put her name on the organ, tissue donor, and uh, because of the generosity of someone else, she got a second chance at life. So my eyes became open about this wonderful program. So when I became the Secretary of State, someone said to me, you know that the organ, tissue donor program will become a part of your administration. I said, well, yes. They said, are you prepared to handle it or do you know anything about it? I said, I've been there, done that, note. I was there when I said no about my brother. And I was there to encourage others to uh, give my sister a second chance on life. And so, yes, I'm well aware of the orientation to the department. And then we uh, did something else that we're proud of. We allowed... Now allow 16 to 17 year olds when they get the driver's license or state ID to sign to become a part of the organ tissue donor program and based on what has happened over a one year period of time sixty nine thousand of these young people have signed to become a part of the organ tissue donor program and we look like we're on the verge on the, on the verge of leading the nation in organ tissue donation
1: wow it's incredible
2: well you know one of the questions that I have and and that's that's a, a great story because it 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 shows where it comes from, the passion that you have about encouraging people to become organ and tissue donors. But one of the questions that I have is with everything that's going on, James asked you, how do you get the energy to do it? But I just wanna know, what is one of the main challenges with everything that you have, with all of the people that you have access to and all of the things that you are doing? What would you say is the one thing that you would say is the biggest challenge?
3: Uh, getting people to sign become a part of the organ and tissue donor program is my biggest challenge. Uh, as I indicated before, I run the largest Secretary of State office in the nation. And my mission is to help make the roads of Illinois the safest ever. And every day we work toward that end. And right now, uh, I was involved with a program called Call to Order Move Over Law, where if you see an emergency vehicle providing service to someone uh, who is, whose car is disabled, if you're mm-hmm. in that right lane, we encourage you to move to the center lane or to the far left lane so you would would stay out of harm's way. Here in Illinois, we've had about 17 accidents where our state police have become injured or killed because the individual did not adhere to the move-over law. And so I encourage anyone, whenever you see blinking lights and a disabled vehicle on the right side of the road, please move to the center lane or move to the far left lane, stay out of the way so that uh, no harm will come to those individuals who have the responsibility of keeping us safe.
1: No, you know what? I want to reiterate that we also have a Facebook Live that's in our studio as well. And for those of you who can't hear us on the radio show, Secretary White was just saying that this move over law is something that all of us around the country can participate in. And when we see a disabled vehicle, when those lights are flashing, and be aware, because sometimes the lights may not be flashing, there may be cones out there, that we move over to the center lane. Let's not drive and text. Let's be very aware of our fellow citizens. In the state of Illinois, Secretary just let us know that 17 different uh, state patrol officers uh, from the highway patrol have been killed and injured, and there's countless of other people as well. So we have to be very conscious, and that's something all of us can do throughout the entire country. So we really thank you for bringing that awareness to each and every one of us. I know it will make me better and more aware.
2: Yeah. I see a lot of truck drivers do it, and I've seen them do it for a long time. Mm -hmm. But now that you know, it's it's also important for just regular, you know, people driving regular vehicles, not just truck drivers, Mm -hmm. to be aware of it and to make that that move. And you call it a a call to order. Is that an actual law or is it just uh, a courtesy?
3: No, it's just it's a courtesy. And you know, you Um, have individuals who text while they're driving, right? uh, Talk on their cell phone while they're driving. Uh, That happens. You it's kind of tough for you to um, maintain control. Well, you can always maintain control. You can, I should say you can always maintain control. But to maintain control of your automobile or be aware of what's ha- what is happening around you. So if you're texting and you're talking on your cell phone, please, the conversation and the text can wait.
1: All right, all right, absolutely. Well, you know what? I don't want to shift too deep in the politics, but I'm, I'm curious, man. We're making history here. Especially in Chicago, they just—we just elected our first African American female mayor. So, what do you feel about uh, what's going to the outlook of the city? I know we keep all of our officials accountable, but just for women, especially—I happen to have a daughter. I was raised with three sisters. I have a wife right here. But you know, what do you think about women in politics and, and the difference they can make? And what do you think is going to happen in this great city? Well, I, I, I,
3: women in politics—I don't have a problem with that because they will do like the men do, and that is discharge their duties to the best of their ability. And, you know, I served in the military not once, not twice, but three times Used to jump on airplanes on the 1st Airborne Division. I also served as a guardsman and uh, and a uh, reservist. So I know about commitment to duty, and the people who we've elected here in Illinois have all gone into that position with one mission in mind, and that is to serve the people in a manner which they deserve.
1: Absolutely. So all you women out there, we want to get you
3: involved. Well, I'd like to share with your listening audience, too, that the president of the Cook County Board Mm -hmm. uh, is is a female. That's right. And um, Cook County is the 2nd largest county in the nation. Los Angeles County is first. Cook County, which covers second. And third is Harris County, which covers Houston, Texas. I was at Cook County Court of Deeds. I was a repository for real estate for six years, and then I became the secretary of state for the past 20 years. I'm the longest servant in mm-hmm. history of the state of Illinois. And uh, this last election, thanks to the people of this wonderful state, I received more votes than anyone in the history of the state of Illinois. Oh. So uh, every day I come to work with one in mind, and I to discharge That's right. my ability Expected.
2: take on a job,
3: take on the responsibility that goes with it. You do less than that, shame on you.
1: Okay, We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come right back, Secretary, in about oh, a minute and a half. All of you guys, we have Secretary White, Jesse White. It's yes. an uh, incredible, longest-term sitting Secretary of State in the history of Illinois. We're going to be right back in about 90 seconds.
0: There are all kinds of inspiring work-life stories told by people who have made work something to look forward to every day. Working On Purpose can be heard every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas.
2: You're listening to Black Friday every Friday here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Grow, evolve, change.
0: You're tuned in to The James Stentley Show. We'd love to hear from you via email with questions and comments. Drop us a line to jd at thejamesstentleyshow.com. Again, that's JD at the jamesdendleyshow.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back.
1: We're here with Secretary Jesse White. And I'm going to turn it over to my wife because I met Secretary White through Kara and he was gracious enough to come out to our gala for our nonprofit and accept an award, an achievement award, lifetime achievement award for his work. So Kara, I know you have some things you want to talk to. To secretary Bottom, let you take it away
2: I remember a question that I posed to secretary this was some years ago and I asked him I said well you know do you have any days off <laughs> when do you take off and he said oh no I work 365 days I'm always working there's always something going on and at that particular time he was headed to an event to give away some turkeys um, and hams and I know that we, we just kind of talked about it just a minute ago but you said that you give away how many turkeys and hams?
3: 7,500 hams and turkeys uh, at Christmas time and, uh, and we're just proud to take care of those wonderful families who are in dire need of food. I was a public aid recipient as a kid coming up and uh, I didn't really know where my next meal was coming from But uh, my mother and father was able to put a meal together, and I swore then that around Christmas I was going to put forth a genuine effort to help those in need. And so we've been able to do that for 55 years. I believe uh, that uh, when you can help your fellow man and woman, it makes for a good relationship, and it's also the the right thing to do.
2: Wow! And then,
3: then we do yes. something else too, Carrie, I should let you know about. For the past five years, I've been been involved with what is called a trunk party, where we will young people will call in who have just graduated from high school or are going to graduate from high school, and they'll let us know that they uh, will graduate, and then they we double down and ask them, well, "What's four year institution have you been uh, accepted in?" And they'll share with us that information, then they qualify to be a part of our trunk party, which is in July, and we give each student in Illinois uh, about uh, up between 550 to $600 worth of school supplies, computers, uh, laptops, the list goes on and on. Uh, we just want to put these young people in a posture by which they can help run this great country of ours and give them the tools that are necessary for them to become better educated and better informed And we'll let the parents worry about the scholarship. We'll take care of their needs.
2: Wow. That's that's amazing because I remember um, two occasions that was education related when I graduated from eighth grade at Ruggles, Martha M. Ruggles Elementary School on the south side of Chicago. That was the first time that I met you. And we both spoke because you was the keynote and I was the valedictorian. And then the second time was when we met down in uh, Sykeston, Missouri, at Boomsland. And anybody who drive down I-57 going south far enough, you know what Boomsland is. And you, <laughs> you have to
3: stop to get some gas. <laughs> right. That's when, when I, I, that's when I ran I, into you and your that's mother.
2: That's right. And you remembered that. And I recognized the bus. And I said, that's Jesse White's Tumblr's bus. And you you hopped off of the bus and at that point you asked me, what was I doing that particular summer? And I had nothing lined up because I just wanted to relax in between um, undergrad and grad school. I just wanted to take it slow because I had done so much the previous summers. And you said, here's an application and you can come and work for my office for the summer. And so when, when I when I hear your name and I have an opportunity to speak with you, there are so many things that I can think about and reach back to because you don't only speak it, you live it. You live the mission. You live giving back. Your whole thing. So when you told me that particular time, oh, no, I don't take any days off. I work 365 days a year. And it's just all different from the tumblers to, you know, going into the office down in Springfield to going into the office in Chicago you just you're amazing. You're amazing. So I don't know how much time we have. but minutes. Oh, we have five minutes. Yeah. So is there anything that you want to want to leave with the people? Because you don't just reach the seniors like you talked about with the, the hams and the turkeys. But you reach back to the college children. You have you still have the Jesse White tumblers. And you went over that number when we first started. Oh,
1: well,
3: let, let, me, let me share with you about the tumblers. Uh, We have uh, 300 young people in in training, 300 young people in training, 275 that make up the team. We do 1,500 shows a year. We've taken these young people throughout the world, Zagra, Croatia, Belize, Israel, China, Tokyo, Japan, Hong Kong, Honolulu, Hawaii, Honolulu, Hawaii, 17 times to Canada, twice twice to the Cayman Islands, four movies, four plays, and 25 commercials. And on the 4th of July, with those eight units we will do somewhere in the vicinity of 41, 42 age to let you know how big we are. And the young people also must take part in our tutoring program if their grades have fallen below par. They have to maintain at least a C average in order to be on the team. And uh, we also require that they are leafless, smokeless, and pipeless. Only have they can practice pharmacies after they run the white coat, that means no drugs. And then they cannot dislike anyone because of race, creed, or color. That is the... Worst thing you could ever do, and yet we've remained a part of my program. And then uh, they cannot, uh, they have to maintain, as I said, for FC average, but they cannot uh, drop out of school and hang around the corners to be a part of SWU. SWU, Sidewalk University, where they hang around the corners get themselves in trouble with the law, go to prison, then it costs we, the taxpayers, here in Illinois, about $35,000 to put one person in prison for one year. And 83% of the people in prison, today have not graduated from high school. So now you know who they are. I know who they are. I'm going to try to save as many as I possibly can.
1: Wow. That's wow. how I roll. Man, we want to get... how you roll. Uh, <laughs> hey, look, we want to roll with you, man. You know, we were just talking today about our nonprofit and say, you know, with all the great work is being done. How about we just get behind some other organizations that are doing it and instead of trying to continue reinventing the wheel. Let's get behind some initiatives and really make impact. We thank you for your contribution. Let's talk about
3: your book. Well, I, 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 be, I believe that Biddy hands makes sure work light.
1: <laughs> Amen to that. <laughs> let's talk about your book. Tell us about, about your book and how can we get our hands on it?
3: Uh, I have a book that's called uh, – uh, they call they call heroes jesse jesse white but uh, I, I it's it's out of publication but we still have a lot uh, on hand and uh my telephone number is three one two 312-814-2576. 312-814-2576 mm-hmm. and my cell number is three one two seven two zero nine nine four nine if you call me, I will be glad to get a copy to you. It takes about $20 a book, and it talks about my life. And um, the money that are derived from uh, the of the book will go to the tumblers.
1: Wow. Uh, I, I love that. I know for those folks who are listening, watching the look, the Secretary of State of Illinois, longest-running secretary in the history of in, in our country, um, just gave you his personal cell phone number. <laughs> I mean, wow I, I want you guys well, to know that.
3: Well, Go ahead well, you know, I, I served in the military not once, not twice, but three times and did 35 jumps out of a perfect good, good airplane, C-130s, 119s and 123s so I believe in commitment to duty and I believe you should be where you're supposed to be on time and you should supposed mm-hmm. to discharge your duties to the best of your ability when you do less than that, then you've lost me <laughs>
2: Amen So Amen. what's next? Just just
3: tell us, what's next? Well, I have I have four more years uh, as the Secretary of State, and uh, but I, when I reached my 16th year. I'm 20 years into the program. Uh, I became the longest-serving Secretary of State, and I'll have about another eight more years beyond what the previous Secretary of State uh, spent in this office. But I will continue to work with the Jesse White Tubblers, and we're the premier halftime for the National Basketball Association. We do football, tennis, volleyball, soccer. We're all over the United States. I have about eight additional groups that I've started throughout the United States because many of these young people are former students of mine, former tumblers, and they've uh, gone off on their own to establish a program similar to mine.
1: Well, wow, it's incredible. Okay. Well, we want to get together, Kara and I, we want to try to get with you. Not try. We want to get with you in the next couple of weeks and see how we can even serve more and be a bigger part of what it is that you're doing to create a greater impact. We, we love you. We love the work that you do. And we really appreciate you spending this time with us. Yes. And if you have any final thoughts, I mean, I want to just give it out to you. Anything else that, that we missed, if you want to talk about some of the things that you have in your heart, what's next, or better yet, what can we do? as average citizens, not just of Illinois, well, but in the world, what can we do well, to, to the, help make it the, better?
3: The funds that we're able to get from the Jesse White Tubman team, and we're on the website, mm-hmm. uh, Jesse White Tubman team in Chicago, we're able to work with more kids and put more kids on the right path, give them an the opportunity to see the world, perform before larger audiences, and then be a surrogate parent to them teach them how they should conduct themselves in public, how they should conduct themselves when it comes to life, and and try to do as I do. I try to speak about five different languages. I believe you can speak someone else's language, eat their food, learn their dance, learn about their culture. It makes for a good relationship. So I believe in citizenship. I believe in the fact that if we live together and work together, wonderful things are going to happen, and I remind the kids, too. In life, I always want them to look up at aim high, and the only time I want them to look down is to the tie their shoes that's how I roll
2: that's how you roll well, I know you said that you give tough love and you know and that's how you especially with the with the young men in the city of Chicago and I'm sure that they love and appreciate that and we forgot to mention one more thing that is very important that you even made it possible for me to get a the picture and to have breakfast with the president of the United States of America, <laughs> our previous president, Barack Obama. <laughs> so
3: thank well, you. He's a good friend of mine, and I've done it for a long period of time. And uh, he's going to go out history being one of the best uh, presidents we've ever had. And
0: no
1: scandal
3: and no lying and no cheating. Uh, he's a brother of fresh air.
1: Same with you. Now, before we leave, Secretary, well, I, I need one favor. I'd like you to share, you know, my wife, I've been knowing Kara since uh, she was 18. And could you share with us some? And we know she's wonderful. I mean, she's absolutely incredible. <laughs> Whatever you see is what it really is. It really is nothing pretense there. Can you You have a, a story you can share with us about uh, meeting this young lady?
3: Well, after I, I met her and we were able to help her to become gayfully employed, uh, we became the best of friends, and she, too, has a, had a commitment to helping her fellow man and woman and being a good leader and setting a good example for the young ladies, and I just want to applaud, commend, and thank her for her commitment to society, and I'm really proud that uh, the two of you have, uh, have gotten together and you became um, husband and wife, and you, too, are deeply involved in making this world a better place in which to live, and uh, I just want to remain a friend of yours and and hers, and let's join together and make this world a better place for all of us.
1: Secretary White, we thank you for your service. We thank you for your example, all of your work, and thank you uh, for being so kind enough to spend this time with us and everyone that, that we know and the people that we're yet to meet. And we thank you, and we will make you proud, and we'll follow the example, and we'll hold and carry that flag. Absolutely. of the things that you, and, and the principles uh, that you hold dear. Those values are extremely important. So, again, everyone, we have Secretary Jesse White, the longest-term secretary in the history of Illinois and one of the longest in the entire wow. country, uh, making it happen, and that's just the way he rolls.
2: That's just the way he rolls. And it's not <laughs> often that you can get the Secretary of State to come on. Not you, but anybody.
1: Well, you can do anything.
2: Well, yeah, this is true. But... <laughs> I'm saying, so, how
1: well, many people out there. Well, thank, thank you very
3: much for allowing me an opportunity to, to be on your program, to share with you uh, how they can make a okay, difference in so your them.
1: Got it, got it. Well, look, Secretary White, we're going to get ready for our next guest morning. Thank you for this time. Thank, thank you so much for Secretary White. Now we have Lisa.
3: Thank you. So, glad, glad to be on board. Thank you. You, got,
1: thank it, you, you got it, my friend. Thank
3: you.
2: Thank you. Peace and God bless.
1: God bless. Well, we have our next guest who just popped on uh, online wow. with us all the way from some parts of the world. He just got back from Morocco. I don't know if he's going to be in, on the, in Oregon or if he's going to be in Florida or where the heck he's going to be, but he's always present in our lives and our heart. And, Carol, we got Lee Simon's on. Hey, Lee. Hello. Am I live and on the air? Yes, <laughs> you are live and on the air. We've got about another. Uh, we're going to go 13 minutes in, and then we're going to take another break, and then we're going to all the way home with you and this is part one of two with lee and lee has a has been a great friend someone that i've got a chance to meet and and his his lovely partner the right choice that we got a chance that didn't even know they knew each other right and they're both wonderful people and lee is not only a concert professional but he has an extremely special skill set he has an extremely special gift and this gentleman actually helped build a a 100 million dollar brand around one of the most famous boxers i maybe know i say one of them in the history of the world and that would be uh money boy <laughs> money mayweather when he was uh, a right. pretty money mayweather and then built a billion dollar brand on the pay-per-view circuit as well but his vision is about about taking and, and creating a story that that brings your work and your mission to life It's just uncanny so lee i want to welcome you to the show how you doing sir
4: i'm doing great I'm <clears throat> thank you so much it's it's very exciting to be on with both of you, and thank you for those kind words, and you know, nobody does anything alone. I was just, you know, one part of a great team uh, it, with uh, Golden Boy Promotions and Mayweather Promotions and HBO and Showtime and ESPN and all the great networks and people, so it takes a lot of people to build a $600 million Floyd Mayweather brand uh a five hundred million dollar Oscar de la Hoya brand. I was just privileged a Canelo Alvarez brand. It's the hottest fighter in boxing. I was just privileged to be able to create some content, some documentary programming and some exciting T V commercials. What an honor it was. So thank you for that beautiful introduction. Wow. Well I didn't
1: even do it that just that much justice. There's so many more things to say about you, but it's one thing to do it once, it's another thing to do it twice, and it's another to continue to do it. And when I met <laughs> you through a, a mutual friend of ours, uh, he spoke so highly of you. And he said, James, this is the guy you want to connect with. He said, This guy will take you and he will expose you to numbers and to the reach that you cannot even fathom. So, you know, my producer just said, We got a couple of minutes before we go to break. And then, but I want you to talk for those two minutes. We're going to come back and you're going to take the show all the way out uh, until we, we close out at the top of the hour. But, Lee, kind of share with everyone a little bit about your story. Who is Lee Simons? And, what do you do? How do we meet? What's the mission? Where are
4: we going? Okay, well, I, I can do that in two minutes. First, I, I need to give... No, no, fe- two.
1: you got two minutes. we will take a break. You come back.
4: All right, great. All well, right. first, I have to give great props to you, James, and all the greatness you've brought to the world and, and your beautiful wife, Kara, and, and the innovation and brilliance you continue to bring in leadership and your, your books and... Your inspiration, and you're on stage, and you're this wonderful show I'm on. So I have to give you thanks. I have to thank Bernie Dorman and September Dorman of CEO Space, who introduced us. Of course, I need to thank my extraordinary partner, uh, Ray Choice, who is an inspiration in my life. And really, it, it's very simple. I do what I love. I like to create content. I've been a lifelong martial artist, but I've worked in the movie business. I've worked in the television business, but I met Oscar De La Hoya 14 years ago. It was a life-changing opportunity when he started Golden Boy Promotions. And what we do is we create branded content. We come up with innovative strategies to market that content. And then we create media that's compelling that we call transitioning the passive viewer to the active buyer. We get people to enroll. We get people to buy. And in the pay-per-view business, that's the key. When Floyd Mayweather fights and he does 2 million buys and does 200 million in one night, it's because there's a team of people creating content that, that leads people to say, I have to buy that. So... Uh, It's been a great journey. There's a lot more to talk about, but I'm just so happy to be on here with you. Last time I saw you, we were all in black ties, and Kara looks so beautiful, and my darling Ray was stunning, and we were just a great couple hanging out with Wesley Snipes and doing deals in Monaco, so (laughs) I know there's more. It was a celebrity star-studded event. Thank you for inviting me, and of course, your charity was Mm -hmm. uh, one of the main reasons for the event, so...
1: You know, before we go to break, we're going to take a short break. We're going to come back, and we're going to deep-sea dive in, in a few topics. But it's so interesting because we got a chance to meet, and we just kind of connected. It was just just there. And when we talked about you flying out to California, you made a decision just to fly out for that one night and to spend that time with us. And, and honor Les Brown with the Legacy Award. And then Les Wesley Snipes appears, and I made the introduction. You guys started talking, and a week later,
4: you are in Monaco. There's a message in this. There's a message in this for all your listeners. If James Dentley says, I think you should do this, don't hesitate. Do it. Do it. And I'm so glad I did.
1: Hey, Amen. we're going to take a short break. We're going to come back with the amazing Lee Simons, my friend, my business partner. And I tell you, we're out there chasing the world down by its tail. Let's take a short break. We'll be Right back with Lee.
0: Do you have audacious faith
2: for your business? We help you to learn more about stepping out on faith to brand your business and yourself in today's crowded, competitive marketplace. Is your marketing plan in order? How do you set yourself apart? Audacious Faith for Your Business with host Dawn Jordan-Jones will teach you the methods that can make yourself and others aware of who you are. Audacious Faith for Your Business is broadcast live every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific, on The Voice America Empowerment Channel. Tune in and see your hard work pay off.
0: Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. It's time to transform your life. Start by tuning in to The Glenise Show with Glenise Hughes. Glenise combines business, relationships, wealth, life, and a whole lot of magic to create abundance and prosperity in every part of your life. It's all done through straight and often frank discussions in the best way that Glenise knows how. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Master your life with The Glenise Show.
2: You're listening to Black Friday every Friday here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Grow. Evolve. Change.
0: You're tuned in to The James Stentley Show. We'd love to hear from you via email with questions and comments. Drop us a line to JD at the com. Again, that's JD at the thejamesstentleyshow.com. Now, back to the show. We're back. We're back
1: with my dear friend, my business partner, a gentleman I'm just thrilled to meet, Mr. Lee Simons. And I'm going to let Carrie ask you a few questions. She was just talking about how she met Ray. Uh, your significant other, when we were in Houston. Yes. Yeah. So I'm going to let you guys kind of chat a little bit. Mm-hmm. I
2: just thought it was pretty amazing. Um, we were in Houston, and it was the last day, and everyone was contemplating where are we going next, where are we going to eat, and she just pulled me to the side, and I can't wait to have her on the show next week. But she pulled me to the side and was just like, I feel um, a divine connection, <laughs> and I feel like we need to talk. And I was just like, okay, well, let's talk. What's, what's going on? And she was talking about her initiatives with the, you know, her uh, with the women, and you know, and then the next like two weeks, uh, James said, well, guess what? And I said, what? He said, you know, the guy Lee. I said, yeah. He said, guess who's who his significant other is. I'm like, who? He said you would never guess. I said, who? He said Ray Choice. I said, Ray Choice from Houston.
0: <laughs>
4: so
2: that was a lot of excitement. So when <laughs> I said,
4: as
2: as you were coming down to the, the, uh, the gala in Los Angeles. I was just blown away. So I was so excited to see you two. But, you know, every time I see you um, and her, both of you are smiling the same way. So I like I like that. I like that. You I mean that there's some, there's, there's some excitement and some sparks there. But when it comes to um, working uh, in the, in the field that you're in with uh, promotions and all of these different things <coughs> and with Ray, with is, what is, the, are there any projects that you two are working on together?
4: Yes. Um, I, first of all, thank you for seeing how deeply in love we are and, Oh, God, it's it's been an incredible journey. That's for another show of falling. <laughs> we call it falling in love in the time-space continuum. Who knows? Okay. Look, look for the next book because Ray's written four books and you never know when she's going to get excited about writing her fifth. But we are working on a program uh, and it's called Impact. Individually motivated people affect customers today. And it is something that, I've always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, Ray has an extraordinary credential of being a master certified coach. Is only three percent in the world. She's trained coaches in, I think, close to forty, maybe forty-four countries around the globe, teaching coaches. It's not therapy, but a process right. so that they can reach out and transform the people in their lives and the people in their businesses. And it's, it's been an extraordinary learning experience for me to watch what she does, to get in touch with her great content. And we came up with a program that is geared to combine the branding, marketing, and media of my expertise in video with her extraordinary coaching skills. It's in evolution. We started promoting it last week at CEO Space. There's a lot of interest in the program, and there's more to come on that. And I'm just very excited. You know this very well, Kara. To be collaborating with the love of your life—it's truly exponential—and yes. I recommend it. I highly recommend it. If you're in love, have something that you love to do together, whether it's for work, for play. But that's obviously something a lot of your listeners already know. Amen, brother.
1: Now I thank you for that, and we're going to have Ray back online with you next week, and it's going to be part two, and we're really going to deep see that. But I want to back up a little bit who is Lee Simons how did you get started what's your background can you share with us because i believe you have a story that, that can touch so many other people and only you can can do that
4: well i am very lucky i'm very lucky who is lee simons so i am i guess the main thing i can say it's 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 i'm honored to be asked this question especially from you i feel like there's a little pressure but i'll give it my best shot uh, I'm somebody that, first and foremost, um, you know, I, I'm a soldier of God. I want to be deeply spiritually connected. I want to serve others. I want to be a father. I want. I want to to my beautiful daughter. I want to be uh, a great son to my mom, a great brother to my brother and sisters, family, God, country, and being in service. And I'm very lucky. I read a book a long time ago by a great author named Marcia Sinatar, and it was about, she said, do what you love, and the money will come. And I started my company in 1987 to follow my dreams and produce television, film, and work in the music and entertainment and sports entertainment business. So that's a snapshot, and it's been, it's been a heck of a ride. It just keeps getting better, James and Kara. It just keeps getting better. I'm just so blessed. But the key is giving, giving. How can I give? How can I contribute? Whom can I help? Who can I be in service to? And I love developing brands. I love helping entrepreneurs take their vision to the next level. I love working with the individual brands of people, fighters, and I love working with businesses. I love working with musicians. And I'm very passionate about in this new chapter in my life of working with people like yourself, James, and your business in the human development area of things. And with Kara, this is a dream scenario with me, for me.
1: Yeah. I'm, you know, actually we, we had a conversation earlier in the week along with uh, my CPA and um, you asked me some questions and you know, those, it seems like on the surface, I coach so many people, it seems like it'd be very simple, but you asked me some questions and I'm I'm going through this and I can't wait for us to have another conversation uh, before the week is out. Uh, because I think I'm coming up with some, some answers for you about just where do we go and how do we make it fit? And because the one thing that I knew with your reputation, that you, you think big. So let me ask you a question. Where does that come from? What does the vision come from? And what makes a great
4: filmmaker or
1: storyteller?
4: Wow. Oh, God. You're going to have to send me these questions in advance, James. <laughs> oh, no, that be- Man. Okay, so Passion. passion, loving the rapture of life, wanting to to tell stories. I live for telling stories, painting with people through the filmmaking process, thinking big, why not? Why not think big? And sometimes paying it forward in the toll behind you. Does someone behind you say, I'm paying for him? That's thinking big. You know, um, the passion comes from from a deep desire to fulfill my potential. And I do try to have a prayerful life, you know, a life of service, a life of connectedness, a life of worship, those things help a lot. But thinking big, my mantra for today is why not? Why not think big? Why not go for it? Why not follow your true heart's uh, desires and get a mentor, read a book, I mean, James, you and I didn't grow up in an era, Kara did, but you and I didn't grow up in an era where you can say, hey, Siri, what's the population of India? <laughs> Bam. You no, know, hey, Siri, tell me about these three medicines and which one is better for me? Bam. We never grew up with that. So there's no excuse. Think big, gain access to information, dream it, do it, achieve it, be it, believe in it. That's what I say.
2: You just had a mouthful.
4: <laughs> well, you know, James asked me these existential questions. You know, I feel like I got to say something. of reasonably intelligent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Now you use the words I could define but can't spell. Yeah. Lebele,
2: how
1: you spell
4: Siri. <laughs> <laughs> <Theory>. Siri, <laughs> right. Siri. Uh, Siri, how many lives has James Dentley changed in Kara in the space? Oh, that's a too big a number. You're gonna have to go online.
1: I <laughs> love Oh wow, we love you, Lee. Hey, look, buddy. We we've got about five minutes. Five minutes left, and I want to kind of talk about um, when you're creating these. Well, you've been, you know, you've been in this industry. You work with some some huge names. Let's. I want to talk about Morocco, man. I don't want to go deep into it, but uh, whatever you want to share. But you meet a person on one day, and a week or two later. You have a few conversations, and they say, "How, did I, who, how did I go? Well, who do you know can go to Morocco? And you say, well, I'll be glad to go. And they were floored because they thought you would send someone. But can you talk about that experience and your vision, and what made you, you know, sometimes we get a, an opportunity, and we, it makes us afraid we don't know what to do with it. So what makes you step into it? You got to share that story with us?
4: Absolutely. It's two words. Well, it's four words. It's James Dentley and Dr. Wesley Snipes, or Dr. James Dentley and Dr. Wesley Snipes. One of the most talented, extraordinary actors in the world in the history of film is Dr. Wesley Snipes. He's made over a hundred films. He's worked in every genre. He is a gifted, Shakespeareanly talented. I just made up a word, actor. <laughs> and I don't often see somebody that I go, I got to get a picture with him. But I had to get a picture with Jay- with uh, Wesley Snipes. He gave a stunning interview at the gala. I actually, you don't even know this, I went backstage to try and get an interview with him, and they laughed at me like, who are you? I'm like, don't you know who I am? They were like, no. But I wanted to meet with with Wesley because, get a picture, because I remember when he did New Jack City, I actually wrote an editorial in the newspaper in the city I was living in about what that movie taught about drug use and death and life on the streets. It inspired me so much. He's done so many significant films and so many extraordinarily entertaining films. So I said to you, James, you got to introduce me to him. He said, no problem. I had lunch with him two hours ago. So we met, and I had just worked with Rosie Perez. And when I let him know that Rosie said one of the most ex- extraordinary experiences she's ever had in her entire life was working with Wesley and Woody on White Men Can't Jump. And he said, really? And what were you doing working with, with, with uh, Rosie? I said, Well, I put her in a boxing show because she's the ambassador of boxing. He said, Well, that's very interesting because I'm producing a, mi- a movie on the late, great Hector Macho Camacho. He said, We should talk. And James, you said, No problem. You set up the phone call. Doc and I spoke for an hour. And two days later, he said, Let's go shoot something in Monaco. That serendipity was unbelievable. Talk about having one of the most extraordinary actors. That you've wanted to meet in front of you and 10 days later being working with them.
2: I love
4: it. Unbelievable. (laughs) So, like I said earlier, if James Dentley invites you to something, (laughs) listeners, say yes. Say yes.
1: Well, Lee, that's our time, man. Next week, you're gonna start off the show with you and Ray, man. we'll, We'll look, I'll send you out some questions if you want. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> nah, I
4: <don't> <laughs> it doesn't matter because I know you won't follow the script anyway.
1: Amen. But, uh, Amen. Well, am I right,
4: Kara?
2: Correct. <laughs> Off the cuff. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, thank you guys. It's been so great to be on. What an honor. Congratulations on this extraordinary show. And we would just, uh, Ray and I will be so excited to see you next week.
1: We'll see you next week, and for us, that's it for all of our listeners and all of our viewers on Facebook. That's it. Thank you for tuning in for the James Dentley Show. Go to the website, thejamesdentleyshow.com, for the for the replay, and please tune in next week because we're going to kick it out with amazing. Lee Simons and Ray Choice, and we're going to come back with Robbie and Mike, or Mike and Robbie Matthews. That's our family. Uh, Matthews. They're going to talk about finances and how to take your money and help it to grow. So that's it. We'll sit talking next week for myself and Carol. Yes. And Secretary White. We'll yes. talk to you guys next week. Thank you and God bless you. And remember, we don't just think outside the box because in our world there is no box.
0: Thank you for listening to The James Dentley Show. Be sure to join James for another inspiring show next Friday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you here next week.